Alright, good morning, good morning, good morning, and thank you for joining us on the Monday edition of your preferred sports show radio. Welcome to Talk Football Talk Sports. Um, well, you know me, you know me. When you hear that voice, I am your host, your truly. I'm Jerry Foma, the Jates one, and I have with me in the studio uh, my tag team champions in presence of the passionate one, Fama King, Olua Shion. Of course, um, Desmond, the playmaker, Adigoke. Welcome, guys. How are you doing? You know, unfortunately, you know, I mean, it, well, the banter will not be will not be that loud this morning because virtually everybody, you know, that needed to win. No, so some some game. people struggle to get their one zero results, so we can still banter them as well because they didn't deserve to win that game. Because at the end of, I think towards the ninety minutes, you were just shouting them, "Hey, hey, see what we have on the end of it." Probably might get a draw. Jerry, why are you like that? Sorry. I want you to finish what you're saying. Before you can tackle me, Ari. Go ahead, shoot. <laughs> Everything is going well at Manchester United right now. So, so what do you expect? You feel free to talk. Good I morning, remember, Hike the Gunner Man. I remember there was a time you were very, very quiet. It and you disappeared. I didn't but disappear. But now, I don't you're disappear loud like this month. And you're here again. I don't disappear. The passion, like this month. The passion in you was killed some moments ago. But now you're back, so it's okay. Before the World Cup. And now I'm back. It's okay, so I can understand how you're feeling. Anyways, it is Banter Monday. Um, it's a new week as always. We are thanking God for life. Please stay safe out there. Always sanitize and wash your hands as well as keep your environment. So I'm super clean. I talk football, talk for talk sports team, and all of us here at Empire Radio. Uh, we are wishing you all a great and a safe week ahead. Uh, the Empire FM Fantasy Premier League is ongoing. Um, also, uh, our both groups as the FPL. And um, the main group where we discuss everything football and get all the latest updates and transfers and everything. Um, it's always um, still blowing up as usual. Um, to join both groups, just feel free to send me hi on WhatsApp to 0027972008. Also, I do post on um, the podcast link in the group. So, in case you missed out on the show, you can always um, listen to the show again. Um, so that um, you know you can even share the link to people you know, outside um, Nigeria. Yeah, to listen to I have people from Romania, India, Australia, South, and South, South Africa, the UK, the US, Canada, they listen to us. So it's, it's an honor and a privilege to have everybody from all over the world listening to us. Uh, congratulations to Dotu and Aziz uh, for the correct score prediction of Manchester United's 2-1 win over Manchester City. As well as congrats to Kelly, um, Kunle and Christopher for their correct score prediction of Arsenal's 2-0 win over sports, you will get your airtime after the show. Thanks to Mr. Henry, Mr. Kingsley, Freedom from New Trafford, um, DJ Winning, and Okoyemi Smart Saint. Also, shout out to DJ Winning. He also predicted United's um, 2 1 win over City, but as one of the person giving airtime, um, he's ineligible to win one himself. So sorry, but then thanks for being a good sport. Uh, question of the day is simple tell us your thoughts on Manchester United's 2 1 win over Man City and Arsenal 2 0 away win over Tottenham. Tell us your thoughts on Manchester United 2-1 home win over Man City and Arsenal 2-0 away win over Tottenham. 
Uh, please share your thoughts with us on our social media and do at Empire Radio 1045 at Empire Radio 1045. All my Twitter and do at JTH underscore wonder, which is JT underscore wonder. Now, our, our SMS people, you can start sending your thoughts in to 0022991045 SMS only with your name and location to 0022991045 later on. During the analysis segment of the show, I will be throwing the phone lines open so you guys can be a part of this conversation. Famaki, how do you feel? after that 2-1 win and you know looking at um <coughs> actually on the balance of play looking at the game you guys had more clear-cut chances than manchester city so when manchester city took the lead it was a bit unfair but then you know you guys came back strong uh, you didn't just equalize you won um the game and um, a lot of controversies have been made about um the rashford's um goal um what's your take and on the rashford's goal. goal and manchester united um, play overall in that uh, match well, for me, uh, immediately I saw the lineup, I was like, I, I felt relaxed, like, okay, let's see how it goes in the night after the 90 minutes. And in the first half, like you said, we, we created so many chances. You know, we're supposed to uh, probably get like two to four, at least one to two going in the first half just to seal the game towards the second half. But that's just it. We, we were talking about all this, right? Some chances we just have to get there, especially in the, against City because we know what they can do. And I think in the second half, I don't know what uh, Ten had discussed with those guys. I just know that in the first 10, 15 minutes, those guys are not coming out because the way they're coming out in the first half. So I think that's the reason why City was able to penetrate because we know in the first half, I think the only shot, the only shot uh, off target they have is what and uh, Walker that shot outside box. And in the second half, they just came in and kept that going. I think after that goal, I think United realized they just have to come out, and we did. And uh, a deserved win for us because we played way far far better than City. Let's put that we sent in that we deserve to win that game. Uh, the controversy we're talking about, see, a lot of uh, talks have been going on over the social media over the weekend about that goal and everything. For me, immediately um, Casemiro did that pass to to Rashford. Fine. Look at the clips very well. The, the the City players were still far from Rashford after the ball was going forward was Rashford before Bruno Fernandes came in it was close to when um, Fernandes wanted to get that shot even at the time Fernandes was thinking maybe Rashford wanted to take that ball he was confused before he took that ball so before to me I think uh, the referee the last one called it being an offside fine Rashford was in an offside position no doubt about that but the talks about in your opinion, Rashford, you did it a fair play. Yeah, I can, I can say that because it was blocking it, but probably if Rashford wasn't there, if I left that ball, probably my city would have gotten that ball. Maybe, maybe for me. So I think that that's the only thing I can talk about. But people talking about probably because where I saw the game, people were talking about uh, Rashford had a touch on that ball. I said, no, check the please very well. Even after the match, they have to he show did, us that he didn't they, touch the he ball. Didn't touch the question ball. is, did he interfere with it? Because he was running towards he that ball. He was running towards that ball, ball guiding the ball yes. before Ronaldo came. What I said, so your opinion, came in. in your opinion, is that an offside? Yes to me, that, that goal shouldn't have stand. That goal shouldn't have stand. That's what, for me. What's your take to Sean's um, on points in regards to the whole game overall? And particularly that um, equalizing goal by Bruno Fernandes. Uh, I mean, it was an impressive, you know, outing and showing by the Manchester United guys. You know, uh, they didn't get going really well, especially in the first half. But then Manchester City were still not at the level that we, I mean, we've known them to be all this way. And uh, it was a bad showing overall. And I think for me, on the balance of play, 
Manchester United deserve to win that match. Uh, the whole thing that makes it complicated is the controversial decision. And yeah. for me, I mean, we don't need to speak too much grammar, you know, try as much as possible, you know, or to, I mean, to paint the whole picture. For me, in my own opinion, it was an offside, and the rules of the offside is clear that you don't need to touch the ball the ball before it becomes an offside once you interfere with play then it is an offside was Rashford interfering with play yes how because he clearly shielded the ball he yeah. was running after, after the, the ball, ball. And he clearly shielded the ball from the Manchester uh, I mean when from the Manchester City defenders defender. and that gave Fernandez. the time I mean for and also the Manchester City defenders didn't even know who to Tackle between Fernandez and Rashford. And in my own judgment, as far as the whole situation of the offside interference with play and all of that is concerned, that should have been called for offside because it, I mean, it truly interfered with play. If that had happened between Rashford and the goalkeeper, it would have been called as an obstruction of the goalkeeper, which would have been deemed as offside. So why was it not called? But on the balance of play, with what Manchester United did, you know, they deserved the win. But the controversial thing is, I, I mean, it's trying Making. to, you know, push, I mean, put glove all over all of these things. Mm, we, are not, we are not taking away, um, um, what's it called, the impressive showing of Man United. They actually, me, in my opinion, I feel they deserve to win that game overall um looking at the overall gameplay what i'm just saying is i just wanted us to clarify uh, that first goal which has brought a lot of discussions and controversies um over what happened and uh, we were saying it here on friday that um the favorites going into the early kickoff does he always you get, said it yeah. does he always get this thing I, I think i said man united yeah. have enough to actually upset yes. city so when it happened i was just smiling that okay but then the day we will say we want to stake money now that's the day they will know ourselves <laughs> anyway let's move on to the not lender be and um i rightly called it as well i said conte does not have enough. I just don't see how Arsenal can win that game. And that was exactly what happened. At the point, and you talked about uh, Oboloris having yeah. errors yeah, in yeah. him. I said it. Immediately, yeah, I mean, immediately. I said it. I said, Hugo Lloris is not far away from just Making that error. Mistakes. And that one alone automatically puts the team that under pressure. She understand. So, that, it's not as if he's experienced, he's good. He's a very good shot stopper. He's a very good PK keeper too. But then, those those silly errors that you know, Arsenal this season have been insane. So um, at this point, Arsenal's title to lose eight point gap. Uh, it seems so, and uh, I, I mean, and if, if you look at the confidence and the, I mean, I, 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 I mean, if, if you look at the confidence with which they are playing, you know, the expression, you know, they seem to be happy. They seem to have bought into the ideas of their manager. You know, you might not like like the antics of the manager on the touchline, but that is what managers that wants to win titles. That is what they usually just, you know, try as much as possible to put pressure on the referee. But, but overall, you know, Ateta has revol—I mean, revolutionized this Arsenal team, and uh, you know, we were talking about how, I mean, how they were going to miss uh, Gabriel Jesus. It's as if Gabriel Jesus, I mean, is not even part of this team anymore. You know, all well, the players that are there, they are doing it. Inketia might not be getting the yeah. goals, you know, but you cannot fault this young man commitment or to discuss and when you have players that are hungry you know that are ready you know what to do all of these things and I, I think for me at this stage of the season it is becoming as not titles to lose you know I, 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 I mean I was still thinking that it, I mean it was going to be a difficult January for them but then you can't go to your rivals I, I, I mean your it, 
Eternal Rivals Stadium, you know, and shut them up, you know. They were very with, dominant. I, 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 mean, I mean, they were dominant, you know, and they scored two goals on reply goals. They didn't even concede. I mean, and that is the hallmark of a team that, I mean, that That's wants to win the title. But then the thing is this, you know, we keep talking about that then because there is no way we will not talk about it because we keep talking if something happens to Olega Saka and maybe one of the defenders all at once, then who do they replace this team with? This is why you see Manchester, uh, I mean, Arsenal fans that, uh, I mean, that really want their team to win this Premier League, you know, keep shouting about how the team needs to go into the transfer market and beef up, you know. I mean, they don't, uh, the player that you might want to bring in now doesn't necessarily have to be of the same quality with the players that are there right now, but you need to bring in bodies so that if anything happens to your first team opponents, you know, uh, easily you can plug in those gaps. Mm, I was going to talk about uh, Modric, but then I will talk about later. Uh, I think that's the transfer news we can take later. But then, Shil, um, like Desmond have said, and look at our Arsenal. Like I always, I've said it a while back that um, if you are still using the eye of um, former Arsenal to look at Arsenal, then yeah, you, you, are, you are really on the long term because um, where, where Arsenal really did it for me was when they went away to Brentford and they dominated them. You see, Brentford tried to play their long balls, they liked to... They it didn't work. So, and we've all seen what, what Brentford did to every other all team. They went to the ATR, they got results. They, in fact, it was the grace of God that Chelsea used to get 0-0 from that game. We saw what they did to Liverpool, we saw what they did to Manchester United. And Arsenal went there and outplayed them. She understand? That was, when, that was when they did it for me. And um, I think your next game is against Manchester United. Uh, <laughs> uh, it will be yeah. It will be it will be. It, it, you guys are the only team that are beating them this season. Yep. And um, uh, looking at that game, um, is that game the decider that will decide if you know Arsenal actually really has everything it takes um, to win the title, or is it a case of one game at a time and it's just another three points? Like I always say, I think uh, right now we can't say there is a game to decide who wins the league or not. You just have to take it game at a time. Pick one by one. Don't think I like. Okay, we're gonna play City. We're gonna play this. We're gonna play Newcastle. We just against United next weekend. I think they, that that game. I can't really say it's gonna be a decider. Though it might really affect if if the game ended in one way or the other. It will it will affect both teams. Uh, probably United will close the top four and even Arsenal as well. Topping uh City as well because we know what City can do. If City can get a win and start picking up points now, they might start. They might even get the win throughout the end of the season and they might not do anything. We know City doing that because we saw what it did against Liverpool. There was a time where it was nine, I think, 12 points before it got to one point. So I think right now, Arsenal needs to get to yourself where they should start picking. At least the important point now, they shouldn't lose it if they want to win that league. And I see them doing that. So against United, I can't really see what will happen. I can't really see what will happen for now. But I think it's, it will be a 50-50 game because right now we're going to the Emirates before the first level was Old Trafford and we got it being even now. And then, let me say this, should I say this way? United were always that, that fit then when we play Arsenal. We just that we know Arsenal is just being our, let me put it that way. So I think for me right now, I think United, we, we have our fit now. So I think we're going to go toe to toes with, with Arsenal this time around. So let's see how it goes towards that game. Quick word before we leave um, the question of the day. Uh, we've spoken extensively about it. Um, how do you feel quickly about Lotex playing as um, Eric Tehak? Okay. I call him. We have, he has been promoted from Tegolo <laughs> to Lotex. So how do you feel about him playing Luke Shaw at centre back? I heard the likes of um, Lindelof and Maguire. I think uh, quickly. 
he said it that he can do it he told the manager he can do it and right is proving us wrong he can do it and we still have uh, uh the martinez as well right now yes that's so uh, for you to play lecture in a and game against had, manchester city and, and he did well yeah. even before before manchester city he had been doing well the confidence was there for this guy this guy was there I, I really love it, but we just have to. I think uh, once in a while, probably if you just put him back to where he belongs to, because there are, anything can happen anytime. But I, I, right now, I think the, 40, the confidence is still there for him, for sure. This one, look sure at centre back. Is this the new um, approach going forward for United, or is it just another disaster waiting to happen? Uh, you see, I, I, I mean, we've seen this sort of moves over the years, and we always applaud, you know, all the managers for making such moves and uh, I think for me it's been a master stroke uh, I mean of change of road for uh, Luke sure. Shaw by Lortex you know I, I, <laughs> I mean he has done it and uh, it has worked well in, in fact Luke Shaw seems to I mean to be to be more at home in that central uh, I mean defense road than the left back right. where he was running up and up these days in mixed multiple you know we were expecting that the Manchester Derby was going to be a retest for him and hey he kept Helen Haaland quiet, you know, he was dominant, he was so, I mean, he was making tackles, making interceptions, and, uh, you know, jumping, heading ball, and all of that. And uh, for me, I think uh, uh, every players always have their bad days, but, yeah. uh, I mean, if, if eventually, you know, that object comes for Luxor, you know, we can't blame the manager and we can't blame him, and we should not say that it is because he's playing at that position that is, uh, uh, I mean, that's such thing. Is happening. I think for me, it will just be a normal day because right now, in fact, if you are watching Luke Shaw for the first time, you will not even know that this is a man that is just playing that position for barely five matches. And I think for me, it's been a master stroke from Lord Tex. I think what, what, what I would just let's, say, let's, let's move on. I'm just scared about injuries. If injuries doesn't have to get to Luke Shaw, I think we can still go far to the end of the season position. Alright, uh, please uh, to be a part of this conversation, our question of this remain the same. Tell us your thoughts on Man United 2-1 home win over Manchester City and Arsenal 2-0 a win win over Tottenham. Send your thoughts with your name and location, SMS only to 0802 Then let's uh, quickly look at other sporting action um, starting with Formula 1 and former F1 driver David Coulthard says Sergio Perez needs a software update to match Red Bull's teammate Max Verstappen and will have one eye on the returning Daniel Ricciardo this year. Verstappen won his second F1 title last year as Perez finished third. At the season saw a friction between them. Verstappen won 15 races as he won his second championship but he refused to move aside to help Perez challenge um, Charles Leclerc of Ferrari for the second place which he eventually missed out on finishing one and four points of Verstappen. Eight-time Grand Prix winner Ricardo is Red Bull's third driver for the 2023 season. In tennis, rising star Jack Tripper tested Rafael Nadal before physical issues hampered him in a first set loss 7-5-2-6-6-4-6-1 in the Australian Open first round. While 15th seed Janik Sinner defeated Kyle Edmond 6-4-6-6-2. Our British number one Emma Raducanu made a positive return to court after an injury scare. In the build-up to the tournament, she defeated Tamara Kopach in straight set 6-3-6-2 as she will face Coco Golf who beat Katarina Siniakova 6-1-6-4. Favorites Jessica Pegula made a statement uh, with a 6 love 6 1 win over Jacqueline Christian in 59 minutes. Finally, in tennis, home favorite Nick Krigios pulled out of the Australian Open with a knee injury the day before he was scheduled to play his opening match. The Wimbledon's runner up revealed he was devastated he could not play at home in Melbourne. In golf, Continental Europe claimed 
victory in the inaugural Hero Cup after extending their lead over Great Britain and Ireland to four points yesterday. Tommy Fleetwood, Great Britain and Ireland side trailed by two points heading into the final day at Abu Dhabi Golf Club. But Europe won six of the final ten singles match to triumph, 14 and half to 10 and half. Poland's Adrian Meronk hold the decisive pot in his one-up victory over Englishman Callum Shinkwin. And finally in basketball, LeBron James became the second player to score 38,000 career NBA points before Russell Westbrook's um, failed final play as the LA Lakers lost 113-112 to Philadelphia 76 years. James finished the game with 35 points, 10 assists and 8 rebounds. Back-to-back -back MVP Nikola Jokic landed a step-back 3-pointer with 1.2 seconds left to secure Denver Nuggets a 119-116 victory over Orlando Magic. Jokic finished with 17 points, 10 rebounds and 14 assists for his 12th triple-double of the season. Damian Lillard backed up with uh, 40 points for the Portland Trailblazers to complete a two-game back-to-back sweep of Dallas Mavericks in that 140-123 victory. The Mavs rested um, Luka Doncic after a season low 15 points in Saturday's games, having starred in Thursday's double overtime win over the LA Lakers. Another result, Oklahoma City Thunder defeated Brooklyn Nets 112-102 away at the Barclays Center while Sacramento Kings beat San Antonio Spurs 132-119 away at the AT&T Center tonight, Charlotte Onyx welcome Boston Celtics to the Spectrum Center. Milwaukee Bucks host Indiana Pacers at the Fisher Forum and Cleveland Cavaliers face New Orleans Pelicans at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Um, New York Knicks battle Toronto Raptors at Madison Square Garden. Golden State Warriors travel to the Capital One Arena to face Washington Wizards. Atlanta Hawks, they host uh, Miami Heat at the State Farm Arena. While Minnesota Timberwolves welcome Utahers to the Target Center. Uh, news from the local scene, uh, we have our bridged Nigerian Premier Football League matches played over the weekend. In Group A, Group A matches saw Eyuba edged Nasarawa United 2-1 away at the Lafayette Township Stadium. Um, Kwara United and Gombe United battled to a goalless draw in the lorry. Plato United and Shooting Stars entertained us um, to a trillion 3-3 draw at the New York Stadium. While goals from Samuel Anakoy and Ezekiel Ejidion, Enida helped help Remo Stars to a 2-0 home win over El Kanemi Warriors. In Group B, Abia Warriors claimed an impressive 2-0 win over Enugu Rangers away at the Namdi Azikiwe Stadium. Two second half goals in two minutes also saw Niger Tornado stun Wiki Torres 2-0 away in Bauchi. Bayasa United and Dakar LC played out a 1-1 draw in Yenegua. Reigning champions Rivers United needed a late goal deep into added time. We're talking about um, 90 plus 10 minutes uh, to edge Lobby Stars 2-1 in Port Harcourt. While Charles Chibuke's opener was cancelled by Yusobi Bryant's 91st minute equalizer as our Darling Sunshine Stars held Doma United away to a 1 1 draw. Um, with all due respect to. Okay, we can just touch them. Let's talk about Sunshine Stars. And um, I think we we're saying here on Friday um, that um, at least the least they can get is a draw, but then they almost didn't get it. But then um, somebody was saying in the group that um, this season is going to be sweet. I think we just have two home wins. From this last round of matches and so a lot of away wins, and this was what was promised by the IMC chairman that we are going to see better performances from the referees, and <clears throat> we are going to see a league where away teams will play without fear, and bringing Desmond's concern to the table, where we talk about um, fatigue and um, the long um, jet lag and the long um, distance travelled by these players to go away from home. How doable is this? And result from this round of matches. I've shown that um, uh, we should be expecting more away wins this season. Do you see that happening? Uh, well, uh, I, I mean, I think, uh, you know, we've, 
we've been in this sort of situation before whereby you know they will promise us uh that the officiating is going to be very very uh good for the season and uh, in, I, I, I mean in the first couple of games you will see but then the most important thing is for them to be able to sustain what they started already because on this note that we started the league it's actually very very interesting you know uh, I, I mean we saw Bendel insurance you know going to uh United and defeating champions of the league two seasons ago you know 2-0 right there in the I mean in the bed of nest impressive results and that uh, we saw Enyimba, you know, going away and all of that and uh, what a way for Tiri SC, you know, to even go to Plateau United and got 3-3, three, three, you know, uh, I mean, at the point they were leading 3-1, in, in fact, so Plateau United had to come from 2 goals to draw that game, you know, uh, I mean, impressive stuff so far, but we want them to please sustain this momentum because we know that once it gets to the middle of the competition, you know, teams that are struggling. I mean, teams that are struggling, you know, will now be finding means, you know, what to, I mean, to get points and win. I mean, and win at all costs. And teams that are at the top of the log, you know, they will be doing all sort of shady things, you know, what to win it. So we just hope that they will be. I mean, they will sustain this, and if they do, then it will be good for our league. Show, mm. sure. sunshine stars, <laughs> uh, sunshine stars, and um, one-one draw. We shouldn't read too much money into it. Pretty Considering the fact that we're, we're almost losing that game. Yeah, we're almost losing, but at least in the time in the record, they go and a very, very good one. Going away, even with, with the traveling and everything. Know that even before the game was cancelled, those guys are already got to Kefi. They have to come back before going back again for, for that game. And it's very it's not a good one for them. So losing that game, it will be a sad one for them. At least getting a draw, like I predicted when we were talking about this abridging and everything, like what Sunshine needs to do right now is at least get the important points at home and going away, doing some damage and then getting some points as well. I think from there they can just see the they see themselves top of the log as well. So right now at least Getting that away, uh, away that first match, getting a, a one-one draw, I think it's a good one for them. Coming back now, they are playing against Rivers United, which are the champions. I think for me, uh, that would be a test for them at their Crystal Palace Stadium. Oh, we defeated them last year, though. No? Yes, that was last year, but it's another season right now. So I think right now, so far, like Desmond said, uh, find the first game now, the game one of this year of this average league. I think for me, I'm satisfied with it. But how consistent can they be? Like he said, when we get to like game six, seven, eight, nine, ten, that was where we started seeing grammar. So let's see if they can handle like what the IMC promised. If they can handle the situation during that time, let's see how it goes. Previous uh, uh, United needed that very late, late, late goal. Uh, do you 10. see them defending their title? Yeah, uh, it's still the first game. We know lobby stars as well. They are not. They are not small. They are veterans playing the, so the, the NPFL. So I think for me, I think it, it, we expected it to be in that way for them to struggle to get a, a win against those sides. So let's see if uh, against Sunshine Stars, then I can see if they probably against United can they hold on to their crown. <laughs> this is Nigerian football. This is Nigerian Uganda. It is very very difficult, you know, or to do back to back uh or champion the league. And I mean I, I, I mean I, I can't even remember the last time it happens. Uh I, I think it was during the 
the I mean, with the reigning days of Ehimba of Abba, yeah. and ever since then, you know, in fact, so there was even a time that Ocean Boys won the league, and then for the following season, they the went to relegation and all of that. So it is always difficult, you know, to win the league back to back in Nigerian league. And for me, I think uh, that is not changing anytime soon. Uh, I mean, it's going to be very, um, uh, very difficult for Rivers United or to sustain it because other teams, you know, want to capture that that title. I don't see them. All right. Um, let's quickly look at um, some football news from Europe top five leagues. Um, starting with the result from the French League one and second place lost eight ten man on zero one zero home. Our very own Terry Murphy's opener was cancelled by side Colossal Alex Sanchez and Jordan Veretout's goal as Marseille came from behind to beat Laurent three one at home. And Strasbourg stunned Lyon two one away. Clement Ford also claimed the two one away win at Angers. Um, Nuns East past nine man Montpellier three zero away. Our former champions Leo Trash Troy is 5 1 at home thanks to doubles from Mohamed Bayo and um, Jonathan David plus Alan um, Virginius, who was also on that score sheet. With St. Ben Yadda's hat trick inspired Monaco to a 7 1 demolition of Ajaccio. Rems and Nice battled to a goalless draw to lose and Brest also played out a 1 1 draw. While runs they stunned the reigning champions and log leaders PSG 1 0 at home thanks to Hamid Traoré's um, 65th minute goal. Um, <laughs> I've lost the draw. It was four points between them and PSG. Uh, they drew their game. PSG won. Now I'm the one their game. PSG lost. I think it's three points now. Um, do you actually see them pushing PSG for the title? Talking about runs now. Uh, I think uh, I just love the way the the, the, the league is going right now. Uh, the gap between the first two three, I think, is not really that much. So I think I think PSG have to be worried right now. They just have to start picking their points and getting their matches all together, getting their safe playing as a team. Because I don't see why they, they shouldn't get that important at least get that even though get a drop in that game yesterday. So but it, it just have to happen. The one zero loss for them is not a good one. I, I think for the past three four matches now they only did that there. So I think they just have to pick themselves up now because the game they can say the game is too much, but it's not that much anymore. You have to pick your important game. So I think I, I I'm just like I said I, I feel relaxed. I seeing the game the, the, the how the league is going right now. Seeing some competition, it shouldn't have to be like probably PSG needing some uh, like 10, 12 points. We don't want to see that anymore. So I think uh, right now as it's going as it is now, I think it's a good one for the league. Alright, uh, moving on to the Italian Serie Victor Simeon's two goals and one assist plus um, Caracilia's one goal and two assists inspired Napoli to a 5-1 mauling of Juventus in Naples and Monza the HD5 goal trailer drew to away as Cremonese and reigning champions in Simeon needed to come from two goals down to draw Lecce 2-2 away Spezia H Torino 1-0 away while Lotaro Martinez's early goal was enough as Inter Milan beat Verona 1-0 at the San Siro and goals from Matthias Zaccani and Felipe Anderson in Hida have saw Lazio 1-2-0 away at Tatsuolo Bologna came from behind to edge Udinese 2-1 away and Mademola Luxman's double inspired Atalanta to an 8-2 dismantling of Salanitana while Roma defeated Fiorentina 2-0 at the Stadio Olimpico thanks to Paolo Dybala's double tonight Sampdoria the travel to Empoli uh, Desmond, let me start from Desmond and, um, Napoli totally destroyed um, Juventus. This is a team that I think uh, they have been on an eight-game winning run. Yeah. Um, some of them have, been, have included some level of some serious clean sheets. Yeah. And Napoli just made it look as if they, are, they were having a field day at the market. Um, um, a case of um, Napoli being where they are and Juventus um, still trying to steady their ship, irrespective of all the results they've been getting lately. You know. On Friday, when we were talking about this, and uh, you know, I, 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 I mean, I was not really sure what to, 
what to expect from uh, Napoli and uh, Juventus. I thought it it was going to be a difficult match, uh, you know, especially on the back of the result that uh, Juventus have been gaining in recent, uh, I, I mean, in recent matches. But then, on I mean, on the night, Osime was just, I mean, was just something else, you know. Superb. I mean, it, I, I mean, it showed why, why it is actually one of the best striker in the world right now and uh Kwana Shekler, you know also and uh, that guy in the middle of the park uh, Luboska I, 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 I mean it was just a brilliant performance you know by uh, I mean by Napoli overall and uh, I think for me at this point in time they are the Syria uh, champions elect or, I, I, I mean already uh, in, in fact the I mean I think the other teams now will be scrambling for the second to the fourth position, you know. I mean, but to go to the Champions League, you know, Napoli were just brilliant overall and uh, it was a total I mean a, a, a total domination of Juventus who we expected, you know, or to I mean or to come with a fight and uh, they did I mean they failed, you know, or to do that and uh, I think they cannot concentrate their attention on other things. Alright, um well, Roma, Roma defeated Fiorentina in that game. A big one for Jose Mario there. Big one for a big win for him because uh, it's been a while uh, Roma get that kind of win. Uh, it's some big matches like that. Uh, it's probably lately, probably some some loss at home, some loss away, and everything. It's not really favoring. And against Fiorentina, we all know Fiorentina as well. They're not doing badly in that league as well. So I think it's a big win for for Roma as well. But how 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 times how how it goes for them. And there are some good matches. Mm. Let's see how it goes. Uh, let, let's, let's hope it's not a case of uh, one step forward, two step two back. Step for uh, in the Spanish La Liga, Gerard Moreno's opener was cancelled by Stranglats and equalizer. Celta Vigo held Villarreal um, to a 1 1 draw home. Rayo Vallecano snatched a 1 0 win away at Real Valladolid. the lead. Osasuna also claimed another 1 0 home win over Mallorca. And we also said that each past 10 man Atletico be about 3 1 at home. Espanyol claimed an impressive 2 1 away win at Etafe. Almeria held Atletico Madrid to a 1 1 draw home. By Tangai Nyansu's opener was cancelled by Christian Tuani and Yangel Herrera as Girona came from behind to stun Sevilla um, 2 1 at home. Tonight, um, Elche they travel to Cadiz, but then in the Spanish Super Cup final that was played over the weekend, um, goals from Gabi, Robert Lewandowski, and Pedri saw Barcelona beat Real Madrid 3 1. Um, Karim Benzema with the consolation goal um, for Madrid. Um, let's talk about Sevilla first. What is going on with Sevilla? Uh, with, even with everything they've done now, um, the change of manager. Nothing seems to be working. Nothing seems to be changing. So the, the struggle continues for them. The struggle. How, how, how they're going to survive uh, this season with all these uh, their matches and everything they are playing? I, I, don't, I don't know how they're going to get it. They then, need to, uh, to start coming back. Then, um, that's more looking at Atletico Madrid. What is wrong with those ones, too? I think Simeone um, <coughs> does he really have to wait to the end of the season or he should just resign now? Uh, well, you know. You know Simeone as a stubborn man. Uh, I think if you are, if he really wants to resign from his position at Atletico Madrid, I think he would have done that perhaps at the end of last season. I don't see that happening until they probably sacked him. I think what is really happening right now is the fact that he no longer have the luxury of the player that he, he used to work with. You know, if you look at Simeone, there are this kind of players. You know that he likes to work with, you know. Simone is that manager that's that operate like uh like if he's in a regimented 
I, 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 I mean environment and these days we are seeing players who no longer want that style you know players that want to be free to do whatever they want to do they don't want to be bossed and and all of that and i think until he gets that sort of player you know it is really going to be difficult and if we look at the transfer recruitment that Atletico Madrid have been doing lately you know they seem to be buying flair player you know they really want to change that style that Simeone really likes but they are not I, I mean but they are buying those players for a manager that doesn't believe in that kind of system so it is I, I, I mean it is not going to work because I look at the players as, as Atletico Madrid, I don't see any reason why they should be struggling. If you remember, I tipped them to win the league last year based on the players that were available to them and how uh, I mean, Real Madrid struggled at the end of the season before the last one and Barcelona were a shadow of themselves. But unfortunately, they didn't capitalize on all, I mean, on all of that and they are even struggling to qualify for the UCL. I think it is high time, you know, they caught this tight with uh, Diego Simeone. You know, he's been long overdue more than 12 years now i think i mean he has cemented the status both i mean as a legend both as a player and as a coach it's high time that you know they severe their partnership all right um show um barcelona have a reason to celebrate again they just won the title um the super cup um beating their rivals real madrid i was a barcelona fan how should they be feeling now uh is that they are top of the la liga i think um, they are still in the Europa League and uh, right now they just won the Super Cup as a Barcelona fan and looking at everything that they have gone through over the summer um, what next for them? every reason to be optimistic I think uh, Super Cup fine it's a cup competition though uh, I think there shouldn't be really many to that uh, I think what they should focus now on is how they are going to uh, their opponents in the, in the Europa League and going forward and even in the league as well with Real Madrid how they can get it and compete with Real Madrid to win that league. I think that is very, very important for them. Those two cups right now, I think it's very, very important for them. The Super Cup final, it's a, a boost for them. It's a bonus for them as well uh, going forward. Getting at least against Real Madrid, which we know it has always been difficult for them getting in the years. So I think for me, uh, personally right now, they should focus on the league and uh, probably in the Europa League as well. Yeah, mm. uh, this Real Madrid, all is not well. Everything going south. Uh, or they will, they will just get themselves back and at the point I think they were like this too some, sometime last season and they ended up doing the double but then you know um, looking at what has happened this season and um, looking at the Champions League you know you used to see them you know finishing the season on the high um, achieving the feat of what they did last season uh, well uh, I mean at this point in time it seems to be uh, a bit difficult you know for them because uh, we've seen uh, the Barcelona, they seems to be resurgent, and uh, I, 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 I mean, and what's a way you know, or to show your direct rival in the league that you, I mean, you actually mean business this season, and uh, I mean, I think for me, we shouldn't read too much meaning into what Real Madrid are going through now because we know that they always have this purple patch in the middle of the season, you know. But if, if, uh there is someone enough experience you know to turn the season around then it is Carlo Ancelotti who is a season you know who professional and who has been in this sort of situation over the years but then they need to rediscover their you know goal scoring back you know but I think where they are not getting things right is the fact that they don't I mean they don't have someone that can deputize for Benzema when he's not 
playing and they seem not to have someone that can deputize also for Vinicius Junior who seems to have lost the I, I, I mean his form and path along the way and when those two are not combining them it is always difficult for Real Madrid you know or to get their groove and I think that is one area they should be looking at and also that they are made with this season shows exactly why they need someone like Jude Bellingham and I think this is one reason why it will be difficult for the English team, you know, to acquire their man because Real Madrid will look at it. I mean, at the fact that can, I mean, look at Modric, uh, Cruz, you know, they are past it and they will need to get replacement as soon as possible, you know, or to match what uh, Barcelona has done in recent time. Um, anyways, the Premier League make its return. Um, in England over the weekend, as Aston Villa defeated Leeds United 2 1 at Villa Park, and James Ward Prowse doubled inspired Southampton in the come from behind 2 1 win against Everton at Goodison Park. Nottingham Forest claimed an impressive 2 0 home win over Leicester City. Wolves edged West Ham 1 0 at the Molyneux. Brentford continued their impressive campaign with a 2 0 home win over Bournemouth, uh, while Brighton is past Liverpool 3 0 at the Amex Stadium, thanks to Danny Welbeck and Solly Max Double. As Stamford Bridge Kai Havertz 64th minute header gave Chelsea. A 1-0 win over Crystal Palace in that London derby while Alexander Isak with a scoring return in Newcastle's United late 1-0 win over Fulham at St James's Park. Alexander Mitrovic uh, missed a penalty in that game and in the Manchester derby at Old Trafford, Jack Grealish opener was cancelled by Bruno Fernandes and Marcus Rashford and goal as Man United came from behind to edge reigning champions Man City 2-1 while Hugo Lloris' own goal and Martin Odegaard's first half goal helped slug leaders Arsenal to a 2 0 away win over sports at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in that North London derby. Uh, we spoke about the Man United derby and Arsenal um, North London derby earlier. But then, what are the results that stand out being Bata Monday is the Liverpool 3 0 away at the Amex Stadium? Now, a lot of people are focusing on, I'm not saying this because I'm a Chelsea fan, but then let us say the way it is. Chelsea is rightly receiving stick for their position right now, which is cool. Um, you know, if you are not playing well, the banter is. Sure you get and all that, but Liverpool seem to be going under the radar. Nobody is talking about them, and they've been really, really poor. Another poor showing over the weekend at Brighton. And um, you know, what next for Liverpool? They've been talking about Liverpool signing a midfielder, and this is January um, 16th. Not no midfielder much. yet. Eh? What next for Liverpool this season? Well, uh, I think we'll be talking about Liverpool now but before even going to the World Cup. How they keep struggling. And probably how they will struggle to the end of the season if they didn't get the right thing done. And this is January 16, like you said, no replacement for those guys out there. In that midfield, I think it's very, very, their engine room is very, very important for them. And right now, I don't know how they're going to see to survive that towards the end of the season. And because right now, where they are, they are not, they are not even comfortable where they are right now. I'm sure club is not really happy with what is happening in that club, but he needs to do what is uh, what, what is expected from him as well. So I think for me, even that's, those players as well, they need to put something together to just at least. The manager can't come to the field and, and start doing the magic and everything. You look at the players on the field, try to do something against, against Brighton. It, it's a no-no for me. 3-0, it's it, it is, not a good result for, for Liverpool. Like you said, people are not talking about Liverpool. Fine. I don't I don't know why people are just keep silent about them and shouting and ranting about Chelsea. Uh, probably Chelsea, uh, probably because of their, their, their fans and everything. I think that's the reason why and Liverpool... So I think for me, Liverpool going forward, they just need to do what is right right now because uh, looking at those guys ahead of them, those guys are where they are not they are not smiling. They, they are taking the ball, uh, football serious. So I think going forward for Liverpool, uh, they should just do what is needful from them. That's uh, one. What do you think Liverpool should do to turn their fortunes around going into the rest of the, the rest of the season? 
there is nothing they have to do other than to build up their midfield because it is obvious now that you know all all the years of the game pressing you know has taken the toll on some of these players and that you know and if players can no longer run very well then i think the manager doesn't i mean if you look at club that is the only style that his team thrives on it seems to be a manager that i mean that doesn't have another plan b you know or to change things and make things work and right now it is obvious that those legs are really tired especially in the middle of the park and what they need to do is simple you know bringing bodies but then can they do that for a team that is being rumored you know that i mean the um the present owners are thinking about selling that club i mean are they ready you know to make the investment that is necessary you know or to turn their fortunes around i i mean i really doubt it and uh and also there is no denying the fact that even though yeah i mean it's been there since they've been falling and if you look at this trend it actually started from last season but the fact that they were able you know to close the gap i mean to close the gap between them and manchester city at some point it made us to overlook all those things but at the beginning of the season there was this kind uh, i mean of scenario that played out and you know but the manager managed things you know and unfortunately this season all the other teams seems to have recruited very well and they are more stronger and we can see that in the apa right now you know teams can stand against each other and look at each other in the eyes eyeball to eyeball and say bring it on it is 11 11 and uh you know and uh salah seems to be hold i mean he seems i mean he seems not to be getting in that position where he, he usually do the damage and uh he seems not to be finding i mean i mean he seems not to be working in tandem with the new guys in attack and also they are missing jota also i mean it must be said that they too they are missing one or key i mean one or two key players mm-hmm. in their ranks and all of that but what they need to do is simple you know bringing bodies into that midfield and move on the old tired legs anyways um if you're just joining us um this is the analysis segment of talk football talk sports on empire radio and 104.5 fm i'm still your host jerry former the jets one that have with me i have the passionate farmer and of course the playmaker himself this month in the studio um our question of the day still remains the same tell us your thoughts on my united 2-1 home win over man city and arsenal 2-0 Away win over Tottenham. Um, you can send your text messages with your name and number to 0022991045, or then you can definitely call us on 0702555 Hello. Good morning. I'm alright too. Timothy, is that you? Uh, speak up now. I can barely hear you. Hello, Timothy. Oh, sorry. I I don't know. I don't know. Timothy, I'm trying to call us back if you can. The number to still call is 0702-555-1045. Hello. Hello, guys. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Pastor Femi, how are you doing today, sir? All right, sir. Your contribution, sir. Okay. 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 
The number to still call is 0702 555 1045. Number to send the SMS to 0802 991045. Hello? 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 Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Yeah, who am I speaking with, please? Adams. Yes. Alright, sir, your contribution. Yeah, Okay. for your contribution all right um, let me see if i can still take um, a couple of more calls i'm sorry if you are finding it in, uh, finding it difficult to actually hear the callers um uh, we are currently working on it but then um if you missed i'll just listen to the podcast later so you can actually listen to what um, the callers actually say um, number to still call 0702 sms people 0022991045 hello hello bro yeah good morning sir Yes, who am I speaking with? Yeah, I am speaking with Taiwan. Taiwan. Yes, How are you doing, huh? It's been a while. I'm doing very well. Good morning, Taiwan. Taiwan. Good morning. Good morning, man. Good morning, man. I just want to tell you about Matthew Star City Max. Okay. Before, 
Uh, me, I wish I want to talk to that. And again, Chelsea, Chelsea are cooking something now. Oh, Tadiko, okay. Chelsea, they are not performing well. Like, definitely. But to me, I think they are cooking something when it's done, people will see. Uh, that is my own contribution as well. Alright, thank you so much for calling, Tadiko. Uh, yes, you're welcome. Alright, the number to call, I can still take one more call. Then, then we'll call it a wrap. The number to call is 070 255 Hello? Hello? Hello, hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning, sir. How am I speaking with? I'm speaking with Adewale. How are you doing, now? I'm doing fine, sir. Yeah, that's your contribution. Your last yeah, caller for the day. I'm about the last time you met the collector. Okay. Uh, so it's a, it's a, it's a lot of time. But okay. I'm about to get a message to the folks from them so that after we extend the phone, I'm happy for that. But uh, Baba was in the stadium when they were beating Mayu in the past now, so that one is not the point. Yeah. So, <laughs> they don't send Baba again. No. Baba go collect. Yeah, yeah. It seems go collect. Yeah, that's what I just said all right, thank you so much for calling us, uh, Mr. Adewale. That actually is our last call that we can pick uh, for today. Let me go through some text messages. Let's say good morning, guys. The controversial goal, everybody is talking about um, Arsenal have scored that against that same goal against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge by Sanchez. And the gear was um, this message is incomplete. Now, just a good morning, um, Ekiti from uh, Emmanuel from Ekiti. Um, one thing about the Premier League is no team is sure to. Um, win the league. Anything can wake up at any time and anything can. This message is not complete again as well. Okay, uh, I think it's sent it here again. The one thing about the Premier League is no team is sure to win the league. Anything can wake up at any time and the team can still do complete the message. Uh, okay, can wake up at any time and lose to any team. Um, the team, they, they can, oh, sorry, sorry. Anything can wake up at any time and anything can lose to anything. Team spirit at just any time. Injury can spoil anything. One thing about Man City and Guardiola is now they think they are the best team in the world and they have the best players in the world. Arsenal don't buy their Mudok Abi. I beg who gets money making spend them. Your Mudok is a new hazard at Chelsea. Uh, Barcelona don't teach Real Madrid. Um, listen, yesterday I came in violence a poor master. Spurs are the most unreliable club in the EPL. Arsenal are just too much now. I hope United can dent their title hope, but it will not be easy. Um, loser pool is back to their former self. Brighton also beat Chelsea 4-0. Favour from Akure. Um, good morning, guys. I love the result of Man U Man City because I was highly favoured. Um, though Man U first goal was uh, an offside, um, it was a brilliant performance and a well-deserved victory for Arsenal. Odegaard and Ramsdale performed excellently well. I love them all. Arsenal has gotten this League Cup already. Mr. Henry from LA Yowoo. Um, hi, Jerry and Co. in the studio. I'm General AK. I'm from Ekun Street High School, Akure. My beloved Barcelona is on fire. I bet it with me. We are still going for La Liga, Copa del Rey, and the Europa League. Okay. Um, Mr. T from Akure. Yes, not France. Yes, not France. Mr. T from Akure. A shambolic officiating from English referees as usual. 
in the Man United versus Man City game. But hey, as an Arsenal fan, that was some wonderful performance from the referee Kilo Komi. Also, great game from Arsenal though. Man United will learn how to play football next match day when they play the best team in England. Also, Mikhailo Modric chose the wrong team, but he will tell him when he is playing in Kazakhstan next season. Mr. T, I'll not talk. I'll just leave you. Um, that's that's that with um, text messages. Um, guys, um, a lot have been made about this uh, Modric and. Um, We'll talk about it to get your final thoughts in there. We'll just leave here. Um, Chelsea completed the signing of Ukrainian winger Mikhailo Modric from Shakhtar Donetsk in a deal worth £89 million. Pounds. Uh, the 22 year old signed an eight and a half year deal for £62 million, pounds, plus a further £27 million pounds in bonuses. Arsenal were heavily linked with Modric, who scored seven goals in 12 league appearances for Shakhtar um, this season. Um, the guy was unveiled before the match against Crystal Palace. and. Um, What's your take on the whole transfer business with the, the Modric? Because this was a guy that was, I don't want to say the word I have that is in my head on air. But then we all know how he was going about, you know, he really wanted to join Arsenal. And, but then they couldn't agree that fee. And Chelsea went in and they, 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 they got him and, and everything. And what does this mean for mentality? Do you, what's, what's this? Because obviously, I would say this guy has been linked with Arsenal from the summer. So Chelsea going in now. Uh, I can't say that they want to scout him, but they just discussed with the manager and looking at the injury records and all our four players getting injured, um, bringing this guy in now, and you know, I don't even know how to phrase the question now. But then, you know, what does this mean for Mudok? What does this mean for Chelsea? Then you get your final take and we leave it. Well, for me, uh, so far, uh, uh, Chelsea doing the business uh, right now. I think they are just here. The new man, the new man, uh, the new board is not there uh, spending some money and getting the players, which I think uh, they want and they, they they know what they saw in those guys of getting them into their into their team. And if all this guy you're talking about, what is, this guy is evidently with Arsenal and everything. This guy has already posted so many things about getting to Arsenal and everything. And she also just got there and just did the damage, the business and just got this guy out. So I think Chelsea knows what they want. Like I said last week, they know what they want. I think that's the reason why they're getting those guys. Let's see how how how. Uh, it's going to replace those guys you're talking about the injuries and everything and let's see how it goes for because looking at the guy coming from that league not really seeing much in that guy so far for me not seeing that guy doing anything uh, in Chelsea uh, for my final take I think for me um, people talking about probably Arsenal against Mario will be the one or two I think we just have to focus not focus on that really game seriously because the point is with Chelsea uh, Arsenal Mario is a 50-50 match good morning Alright, thank you for making show. Desmond, um, what's your take on your model to Chelsea thing and okay. your final take? Uh, well, we're talking about scouting. Uh, I mean, it is obvious that uh, if if a player is in one of the top leagues in Europe, you know, you do, I mean, you, you don't necessarily need massive scouting to know that, you know, I, 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 I mean, that this player is good or not. The only thing you want, I mean, you will consider in that scenario is if it's if it will fit in into the system of your club. So this, I mean, this cock and bull story, story that Arsenal scouted in and all of that, all of us knew about Modric. And uh, I think for me, football is purely business. If you want a player and if you want him wholeheartedly in your team, then you go for him and pay the money that is, I mean, the parent club are asking for. You know, I, I, I mean, this reminds me 
back in the days when Arsenal were feeding 40 plus one, you know, on yeah, a certain Suarez. I mean, I mean, on a certain Luis Suarez. You, I mean, you don't need to dilly dally on business, otherwise, other things will come for it. And that, uh, you know, I, I mean, oh, for the, I mean, oh, for my take, I mean, oh, for my final take on the show, you know, Nigerian League has started, and it, it, I mean, it has started on a bright note, and that this weekend, Sunshine will be playing. Uh, Rivers United. Rivers United. Please let us go out. I mean, let's go out there and share our points of victory against the defending champion. All right, that's all we can take on the show today. Thanks to the playmaker and the passionate uh, for coming through today. A massive thank you to the callers and the listeners for tuning in and participating on the show. I'm so sorry about the phone lines. Uh, I hope we we'll get that fixed up real soon. Football Extract return this Wednesday um, by 5 p.m. So please try and make it a date with us. Also, do not forget that Talk Football Talk Sports on Mondays is now 11 a.m. and on Fridays is by 4 p.m. We are still located at Empire Building Number One in Fedjola, Arulo Street, behind BJ Philly Station, Oshukoti Layout, um, adjacent to Lufo Macro on those states. So kindly patronize us by advertising, sponsoring, or promoting your goods and services with us here at Empire Radio, where you'll be guaranteed um, nothing but the very best service on radio. God bless you all. Stay safe out there. This is Jerry from the Jays Wonder. This is me signing out.